Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Real Adventures for Club Marine. Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. Welcome back to Real Adventures. Now it's time for all aboard for Club Marine. Get flexible cover for your jet ski, boat, motor, trailer and gear all in one policy at clubmarine.com.au. And it'd be rude of me not to get my uh, partner in crime from during the week. Good morning, Lee Rayner. Morning, mate. How are you? Going very well, mate. Thanks for joining me again today. You're probably sick of me after a few days with me down the coast. Mate, I was sick of you on the way down there. Oh, I can't blame you. We had a, we had a bit of fun though. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna share our little story from the week. I had another guest lined up, Rainer, but I decided to uh, get you actually involved because we can't not have you on the show after what we experienced during the week. Yeah, it was. Um, I suppose you, it's one that goes in the memory bank for the rest of your life because it's fishing you you dream of, but you never necessarily expect to see and, and and we literally had that and my body hurts enough right now to prove it i'm exactly the same i've got bruises that have come out on my quads from where the gimbal was where the gimbal was sitting but what we're talking about is lee and i headed down to portland uh there's been a great barrel tuna bite as i've reported in the show last week and whatnot and i rang lee i reckon it was the end of last week i think all the week before i rang you and said we've got to go down how you looking? You said, yep, let's go. I'm going to Darwin next week, so let's go before there. And we didn't mess around. We couldn't find a really a third person to come with us, could we? No, we couldn't, mate. We, you know, it was a it was such a it was a short notice thing and look, that's the reality of it. Often to get on that really good fishing, it, it's you know, you've got to drop everything and run. And we were both able to in this instance and it paid off. Well, speaking of paying off, we didn't think it had when we went out of the... Well, actually, we didn't go out of the harbour when we were sitting on the boat for an hour before we launched because we had about, what, 30 knot winds before we <laughs> launched? Rain and, yeah, it was it was gross. It was, it was a southeast wind and just you cop it the second you come out past the, the harbour. And But, you know, we poked our way out. Um, it, it was disgusting out there. There's no other way to, to say it. But we went because we knew the weather was going to come better through the day so we were at the worst of it when we first now so it was only going to get better from there but we got lucky mate that weather came far better than us too it did we ended up fishing in pretty much from lunchtime onwards i reckon we had under five knots for pretty much the whole afternoon realistically and the swell it all just flattened out as good as you could possibly get it and i'll let you share exactly how it sort of panned out and what actually we've seen yeah, just look, it, we, the, the morning was quiet. That's what I've been telling everyone, and it was. And then we were just watching and watching and watching and then just watching birds heading west. So we just kept tracking whoops. And then we were even tracking the angles they were flying at. And we ended up, you know, down between the lighthouse and Bridgewater. And there was just birds everywhere on a workup. We got there, made the passes over it with lures no good, and then pulled up, chucked a bait in. And as they say, the rest is history because we spent the next so that was at about what one one thirty. Yeah, so we hadn't had a fish before. Yeah, pretty much we one o'clock. Our, yeah, one o'clock. We landed our last fish at six forty five. That's the photos I have on my phone. It's six forty five, and 
in that time, we had seven bites, got six tuna, and we spent two hours on a big one. So we lost a lot of time, and that was pretty frustrating, wasn't it, mate? Because it was a bit going on. It was. It was actually a pleasure watching you suffer for two hours on 12-plus kilos of drag, though. It was great. Yeah, yeah great. <laughs> I, I think so. But look, we, people go, how did you manage to catch six? It's a pretty simple formula. We kept one, the very first one that we got, and that was about 80 kilos. We let the rest go. And the reality is if you want to catch fish and catch numbers, and if you let them go, you're not dealing with mess and that delay that you get when you get a big fish in the boat. So that's what enabled us to do that. Because I think I would say, Aaron, it would be fair to say between getting rid of one fish and hooking up the next fish, there wouldn't have been five minutes. No, you're spot on. And I was, well, especially on one of the, even the one that we kept, I didn't mess around. Like you were still pressure bleeding it and I drove up. And that's one thing that you do need to do when you do catch these barrel bluefin tuna is looking after them. They're such a big fish. They heat up so hot. And if you just want to get another fish and you don't look after it properly. And what I mean by that is if you don't get it on ice and take the whatnot out of it quick enough, it's going to basically start to go to crap real quick. So they keep cooking. They're 28 degrees. When body temperature and they just keep cooking when you when you bring the boat. So you've got to cool them down as quick as you can. Exactly. And if you're getting four bites in a day and you're killing in the afternoon and you're killing four fish, that's all that's all great. I don't mind if you're doing that and the fish doesn't go to waste. That's great if it's not going to go to waste, hundred percent. But yep. just make sure you're looking after it. Don't just put three other one on ice and put three on the bottom of the floor because it's just going to turn to crap. And I know people say, "Oh, you eat it; it's still the same." It's not. It does get ruined, and people chuck it out. It goes to waste. So if you are going to kill them, do it properly. But realistically, Lee, one fish, say at eighty kilo that we kept that first one, you, yep. like that's so much tuna. So much tuna, mate. Bit, we had it in the chiller bag, packed in ice, the whole thing. Even better. Like, you didn't even clean, cut that fish up and process it till yesterday. It yep. was packed in ice, cold as cold, and I can guarantee that thing would have cut up better yesterday after being on ice for 12 hours than it would have even that afternoon. It literally fell off the frame of the fish. Like, yep. it was just, it was so relaxed. All the, all the I don't know the scientific terms, but lactic acid, but all that stuff been- worked through the fish. It's just literally as good of meat as I've seen come off a, off a barrel bluefin. Now, we got these fish off everything, didn't we? Oh, we did, mate. We did. It was just workups. It was just eels and dolphins. And, you know, we had periods where there was, like I've just been saying to people, you know when you see school fish blowing up and they're all around you? Yeah. You're like, yeah. I imagine that for jumbo tuna. That's what was going on. Like, we were literally, weren't we, Aaron? We were literally like going... Like, get just. I wish we could just get rid of the fish we've got on because you just want to stand there and watch the others and just hook another one. You know, it was just literally. I've uh, I've said to a few people as well, like when we're doing this, that like the reason I believe that it was our once in a lifetime sort of fishing was the fact that no one was out either. And I'm all for people going out and getting fish. So don't get me wrong, but we all love having it to ourselves because it doesn't push yep. fish down. Blah blah blah. So Lee and I picked that day where it was going to be windy in the morning. We believe there was going to be not many boats out, which there wasn't. I think there was six out from memory, roughly, yep. give or take. And most yep. of them feathered out by lunchtime. So we yep. had this, honestly, to ourselves, And the bait, just, the bait just basically stayed up the whole day, and the fish just would not leave them. And like you said before, everywhere we looked, basically, there was two to five workups at ever given yep. one time. And they were all fish from 70 kilo, even slightly smaller at times, right up to 150 kilo. You wouldn't know how big some of those fish were in there. You, you, your big fish would have been well over 120 kilo. Yeah, it was a big one. But do you know what I really like too? And 
the, the great thing is that when you're fishing the way we were fishing, we were there having so much fun. Don't get me wrong. But you also, people can learn how to really push their tackle if they ever get onto this fishing because we were wanting to get our fish, A, get rid of them as quick as we can for the fish's, you know, well-being. You're not stressing them out by keeping the fight time short. So doing that, we were pushing heavy drag, hands-on spool, giving the fish everything that we physically could. Like I, on that big one, I was on 12 kilos of drag from the moment that I hooked it to the moment that we got it. But I was also clamping down on the spool, just giving that fish everything I could, and that was on 50-pound line. So you, people can learn how hard you can really push tackle when you want to because it's, it's a lot harder than what you actually think you can do. Now, Lee, you and I are going to speak about this for a long time, and I think there's plenty of people talking about what we experienced because we got probably David Attenborough footage, let's be honest. We got some of the best footage that we're going to slowly trickle out on our social media pages, so make sure you check that out, and we will keep that going for you over the next few weeks. But like I said, we could talk about this for a long, long time. Lee, I'm going to have to let you go, mate. Thank you for joining me during the week, having a blinder of a session on the Barrel Bluefin, and more importantly, thank you for joining me to talk about it this morning on Real Adventures. Anytime, mate. We should probably go back sometime soon and do it again with crew. I might just run past by the missus and see how I go. That was all aboard for Club Marine.